Hi, you're listening to A Brit Difficult with August. A Brit Difficult is a podcast aimed at intermediate learners of English, and we focus particularly on British English. We're here to bring you new phrases, new vocabulary, explanations of grammar, and a chance to hear many different voices from all around the UK, both learners and native speakers. Welcome to another episode of A Brit Difficult. I hope you're all well. Uh, this episode we're going to continue with our series of introducing regions of the UK. Um, so far we have covered uh, the northwest of England, so places like Lancashire, we've covered Yorkshire um, and the northeast of England. And beyond that, now we're going to go into territory that I'm less familiar with. Uh, so this is going to be a bit of a learning experience for me as well. So I'm learning lots of new things by researching um, these little bits of information that I want to share with you. So the east of England is, if you think about the map of the UK um, in, in regards to England in particular, uh, on the right hand side, you have this big sort of chunk of the map that sticks out. It's a big round part on the right hand side and that's the part of England that we're going to talk about today. That's the east of England. And I would say that unless you're from that area, a lot of people I think don't really know much about this part of England. Um, at least when I think about my circle of people, I think if I went out onto the street here and ask somebody, you know, could you name me a city in the east of England? Could you name me a region? I think people would not know, <laughs> uh, which is just, I think that's just the case for wherever you live. I'm sure that people in the east of England don't know lots about the areas outside of the east of England either. Um, but just so we know where we're talking about, the regions that are in the east of England are Essex, Hertfordshire, Bedfordshire, Cambridgeshire, Norfolk, and uh, Suffolk. And I think that these regions are really good to practice actually the British accent and some things that we have in the UK. Um, I know that pronouncing the names of cities and regions and towns can be really difficult when you're learning English. One of them is this ending sh or shire, so S-H-I-R-E. And this happens, uh, this appears, sorry, on the end of a lot of words uh, that are talking about places in the UK. So again, the ones we had here were Hertfordshire, Bedfordshire and Cambridgeshire. And you can hear that I'm not pronouncing it as Shire, but Shire. <laughs> it's spelled S-H-I-R-E, but I pronounce it more like S-H-U-H, like Shire. So that's something that you can practice. It's a little bit difficult. And we also have Nor uh, Norfolk and Suffolk. So that's, pr uh, that's pronounced as uh, this uk sound, but actually it's spelled O-L-K. So for example, uh, Suffolk is S-U-F-F-O-L-K, but it's not Suffolk, <laughs> it's Suffolk. Um, so those things aside, I'd say the most famous places in the east of England are going to be the region of Essex. Um, one of the reasons for that is there was a very famous TV show in the UK called The Only Way is Essex, uh, which was a reality TV show and it featured people from that area. 
So if you are interested in going to Essex, you're going to live there, or you're just interested in um, the Essex accent, lots of examples of that if you look up that TV show, The Only Way is Essex. Um, the other famous part of the East of England is Cambridgeshire, which obviously is home to the city of Cambridge, which is home to the University of Cambridge, which is one of the two most famous universities in the UK alongside the University of Oxford. Um, I'd say the next famous university is probably the University of East Anglia, um, sometimes called UAE, uh, and those are probably the two major universities in that area, but there are others um, around there as well. Um, one of the other places people might know is Colchester, which is what's called a garrison town. Uh, so a garrison town refers to a place where the army are um, present. So this is a town where the British army, uh, some of their personnel, uh, personnel are living in this city. Uh, and so they have a big presence there and they contribute to the economy there, etc. Um, so that's just something, uh, a little bit of a fun fact to know about this area. Um, historically, this area um, the economy was very linked to agriculture, so agriculture is things to do with farming. And even now, a lot of the economy, I believe, does come from agriculture. Um, there's lots and lots of uh, nature and countryside in this part of the um, in this part of the UK. Uh, I believe that this part of the UK also uh, sees much less rain than the rest of the UK. And so um, I think it's a place people sometimes go to to get into nature or to go to the beaches, um, these kind of things, um, probably mostly because the weather does tend to be a little bit better here. Um, it's also a region that's very close to London, particularly um, the region of Essex. And so you may find there's a lot of people traveling to and from London um, from these regions uh, or just have some kind of relationship with London in some way or form uh, just because it is so close. This area of the UK is, uh, if we're talking about politics, so we talked before about the North uh, being largely um, people largely voting for the Labour Party. Um, so kind of, if you think about working class and um, people who are trying to get a fairer um, outcome for the working class people, um, those tend to be the people voting for Labour, but historically the North are the people who vote for Labour. And then the South tend to vote Conservative, and um, that's the case here in East of England. Um, most people here would vote for the Conservative Party. Not everybody, but there is quite a large Conservative vote here. Um, I say that the most distinct accent in this uh, in this part of the UK, because you know we're talking here on this podcast about language, so I think it's important to look at the accent. Um, is probably East Anglia, uh, and it's extremely difficult to explain how this accent sounds. Um, I think that a lot of people would probably say um, it sounds a little bit like a farmer. Um, and if I said that to another British person, I think they would understand what I mean and come out with some kind of stereotype um, accent. But I think unless you've heard that, 
that's not a very good clue as to what it sounds like. Uh, I'm going to link a video in the notes to this episode. Um, it's a video by a lady who is from Suffolk and she is talking about some words that they use in that region um, and the accent and things that you hear. Um, I think it's just a really interesting video and you can hear her accent as well which is from Suffolk. Um, so it's not... Um, this isn't the accent that's used across the whole region. For example, Essex, like I was talking about earlier, has a very distinct uh, sound as well, which I advise you to look up and listen to. Um, but these two are probably the main distinct accents in the area. Um, so that's what I'd look out for. If you're thinking about visiting the east of England or if you're, you know you're going to be moving there, uh, that's something just to keep in mind. So, what can you do in the east of England? Um, as I said, the east of England is uh, a place that usually has better weather, at least than the north of England. And so there are beaches that you can visit there. Um, there's also a place called Blakeney Point, uh, which is home to sea seals. So you can go and see seals here in the UK, in the wild. Um, for anyone who's a fan of Harry Potter, the Harry Potter films, um, the place that they filmed the scenes for Godric's Hollow, so the place where Harry's parents lived, is a village called Lavenham, which is in this region. And there's lots of other little villages that you can visit um, in this area as well. Uh, I'm not going to give you a huge list of them, but definitely lots of places you can go to. Um, lots of countryside here, lots of forests. Uh, one of the most popular outdoor places is probably Norfolk Broads, but um, there's definitely lots of places to choose from. And then of course you have uh, Cambridge, uh, which many people will visit to see the university, to see the town itself. Um, one of the main tourist attractions there is to do punting. Um, punting is a type of um, activity on the river where you're in a boat and you have a long pole that you use to drive you up the river um, and you have to kind of use the pole to push from the bed of the river, the riverbed um, being the bottom of the river. So you use the pole to push away from the bottom of the river, from the riverbed, to send you in the direction that you want to go. Uh, I've actually tried this uh, myself, it's very difficult, <laughs> uh, but it is an interesting and fun activity to try out. So you can rent um, these boats uh, sort of either with somebody to help you or you can rent it with some friends and give it a go yourself. Um, definitely a cool thing to try and do. Um, so that is in a nutshell the east of England. Um, that's kind of a bit of an overview about what's going on in this part of England. Again, this is a place that I'm not super familiar with, so I try my best to come up with some interesting points here, just to give you a bit of an insight into how this place might be different than other places we've talked about, and to give you some things to maybe research if you want to find out more. So that's going to be the end of our episode today. I'm going to be back next week with another conversation episode, finally. Um, I'm really excited to be recording another one for you. Uh, so hopefully as soon as that's recorded, I'll be able to get that out and you'll have another 
conversation episode with somebody who is in your position, somebody who has learned English and lives in the UK. Um, so look forward to that and uh, I'll speak to you again soon.